2: Which we burn down everything, BBE on a TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next.
3: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com yep. and Patreon.com slash up next. Absolutely. Shout out all our Patreon supporters. Yep. You guys are you guys are are keeping the lights on. You're keeping the wine flowing, the <laughs> lights on, the, bubbly. the gas in the cooker. Yes. Everything, everything. That's right. We We appreciate it. We are your NXT friends. 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 And, uh, well, that's what we do every Wednesday night now when NXT is on USA. We do a little show now called Up Next where we talk about NXT. And this is that. So we started a Patreon. We have a bunch of new shows out. Yeah. A bunch of new people following us. And it's incredible. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. It's October. Uh, I have not watched Hocus Pocus once yet. And it's already October 9th. Something's wrong with me. Uh, but we've been watching some scary movies and if you follow our Patreon, subscribe, you'll see that we have some horror movie reviews coming out. Yeah. We're, you're making me watch this movie I've refused to watch
2: called, uh, called Saw. Yeah, we will have a review of Saw coming out Sunday night. Uh, get all your feedback in. We'll be recording sometime tomorrow. So if you've seen Saw, even if it's not for a while... Yeah. drop us your feedback, but let me know. I fucking seen love it. this film, never seen and I really hope you do too. We um,
3: did, we did it chapter one that we put out last week. So in, in case no one wanted to watch Hell in the Cell, if you yeah. want to see something really scary, you could watch it chapter one and listen to our. You review know, I just uh, watched for the first time it the nineteen ninety. Wow, Tim, Tim Curry, Curry.
2: yeah, uh, pretty bad.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's fun,
2: but pretty bad. It, it's the, the acting. Fun, yeah. What is with Bill's hair? What's that, with all the hair? He's it's got the early that... Early 90s, late 80s. But that ponytail, dude. Oh, like, yeah. It's the Hayman, awful. Yeah. It's definitely. terrible.
3: Uh, so go listen for that. We've been doing... Uh, w- because of the Hell in the Cell. If you're looking to t- to, to avoid talking about that atrocious Hell in mm. the Cell thing, we went back and watched... A bunch. All, all the Hell in the Cells, yeah. really. We discussed what is... We asked you, what is the best match ever on our new show? Best match ever. And we asked, what's the best Hell in the Cell? So we reviewed Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Mm. The debut of Kane... But we watched a bunch of other ones, and we changed our minds on what Both is the best Hell in Cell Yeah, so we
2: realized that actually a lot of these Cell matches are underrated. You yeah. talk about the big bumps, but
3: there are some really good yeah. Hell in a Cell matches out so there. So we went in-depth on some crazy, all the Cell matches, really. So uh, go look for that. It's on uh, all the tiers of even the North American tier. You get that. Uh, and in the North American tier as well, you can... Uh, Listen to that show. We had a lot of fun. We're going to do some other best match ever's down the line. We're thinking Rock Austin Trilogy down the line. So uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, But we want to talk about, obviously, the Wednesday Night Wars. Every Wednesday. We're Team NXT, Team NXT. Full life. We watched a, a little bit of Dynamite last week. Well, we watched it. Uh, we'll do a little review ne- tomorrow on our Patreon as well, just because we feel like it. Yeah. That's how we roll You've here. got the time. Yeah, we do it. We love our, our yeah. supporters, and we just... We, I mean, we live together. We're we, so.
2: I think you've seen a couple of things. I don't really know anything I know nothing. that happened
3: tonight. I don't know nothing. But we're here to talk about NXT. But before all, we do all that, we are drinking some wine on yeah. our Wine Wednesdays. Wine Wednesdays. Wine and Wrestling Wednesdays. Wine and is, Wrestling uh, is Wednesdays. Is a thing you created here uh, in the BDE, the Braden david State. Speaking of, we got some new uh, dec- decor. Oh yeah, we did. Decor. We got a, uh, a camp Crystal Lake. It's pretty cool. Uh, like the 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 the, From the Friday thirteenth. Yes, yeah. The, like the poster. The I don't know. It's like a hunk of wood that looks yeah, like a it's sign. A plaque kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's spooky. It's in our hallway now, uh, because again, it's spooky season. Have you done anything spooky?
2: Um, I went to see Joker. Yes, the other day. Me I guess too. that's
3: kind of spooky. Yeah, I know. We um, don't want
2: to spoil for people, but amazing movie. Very very good. Movie. Taxi very driver. Very unsettling. Like you just feel uncomfortable yeah. in a good way watching it. And I,
3: as we, we have a Joker in our background. Yeah. I, I love
2: everything. Joker I came does. out of it wanting more. Like, I think there's definitely, they've created this new, new world, this new sort of Gotham universe yeah. with this Joker.
3: And yeah, I'd love to see more. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Uh, Killing Joke is my favorite comic book ever, right? And like, it took from it took from a bunch of different different things. Sure. Like, the, I even feel like the Dark Knight had a bunch of influence on oh, it yeah. as well. I really loved it. I, I don't want to like say anything to kind of spoil. No, it's, it's still only fresh. Just out, yeah, so I don't want to talk you don't about see it again. It. Yeah, we can talk about it again later on. Um, other than that, there was this thing called uh, Nuit Blanche. Yes, in Toronto. It's this yeah. like weird art thing. I worked the bar that night and Ooh. it was busy. Yeah. It's basically like the streets are just open and people just go and drink and do crazy drugs and walk around and go to art installations. It's kind of weird. It's just like not really art. I don't yeah, know really I, I don't know. I think it's cool that it's cool. a night to just do that. Yeah, so it
2: feels me, like The Purge. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like everyone's dressed up yeah. and like for one night, like cops don't really give a shit.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, me and my friend just rode around on our bike and like drove to different like art installations and like just you know, took a few roadies and a few tins and just, you know, walked around it and it was pretty cool. But I also saw another movie At, at TIFF they throw they do like throwbacks and my friend took me to see remember the movie Blade? Yeah. The original with Wesley Snipes? They were airing it, so I went and we watched Blade. But then like a few days later I went to this newbie Blanche and I was watch. I watched Blade, and I'm like, where do I find a nightclub with vampires? I don't know if you've right. seen this movie. Yeah, Have you seen Blade? I've seen Blade. Wesley Snipes? Yep. They go to a club that's, like, full of vampires. And, like, that's my, like, dream. I want to go to a club with vampires. But then at this Nui Blanche, they do, like, these, like, crazy, like, street raves where the party just moves throughout the whole city, which is pretty awesome. But I swear, like, I'm not lying. I saw vampires at these, like, rave things. Nice. Like, these people... Have, like, the eyes changed, the the contacts, and they got fangs. It was really messed up. So my spooky season is in full effect. It's in full effect. And I want to and I wanna know how I can hang out with... Like, how do I become a vampire? You think I could? Sure. I just don't know if I could just, give up garlic. I mean, you wear
2: black already. Oh, yeah, they don't like... Yeah, you use a lot of garlic. Yeah, so I'm It's like of... garlic is your bacon.
3: Yeah, you eat a lot of bacon, and yeah. I eat
2: a lot of garlic. I like garlic. Garlic's so good.
3: I wouldn't be a good vampire, but...
2: When I was a kid, I went to this restaurant and there was something garlicky and I freaked out. Uh-oh. I just didn't like the smell at all. You're a I was, I was young, but I walked to like the other side of the restaurant and just oh. refused. And my parents had just bought this like, like really nice meal and oh. they had to just leave and take me back and oh. eat like chicken nuggets. Wow. And then, a, I know. I, I'm, I'm kid. very sorry about that. <laughs> you apologized um, to them about that?
3: I did. Yeah. Recently. actually. Well, maybe you're a vampire. <laughs> so you don't like garlic.
2: Oh, I love garlic. Yeah. I love
3: garlic. Well, that was like, so my spooky season's kind of been, been, been cool. Yeah, I've
2: I've learned some life lessons this week. Oh um, interesting. Like don't get into it with uh actors from community on Twitter. Oh yeah, David <laughs> David's got a heat. You got a heat with,
3: with uh with
2: um Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah. Um Shirley. Shirley from Community.
3: community. Oh, one of the best shows ever, Streets um, Ahead. Yeah. But you got in beef about plastic straws. Yeah, she on put out Twitter.
2: a a tweet like bitching about paper straws, and yeah. I replied hey, or just drink from the cup. Right, yeah. Like, since when we're straws essential. Sure. And then she sends this sassy tweet back. It's like, well, I can drink from a cup. Others can't. It's like, no shit, of course. Like, if you have a disability or you're elderly, <laughs> or you, for sure, yeah. like, have a straw. Oh, my God. But, like, yeah, you got the heat basic heat white bitch who comes to my bar and orders a vodka soda lime mm-hmm. and has to have a straw because her teeth are sensitive, well use Sensodyne, you know? And then I had so many people yeah. coming at me. Shirley's,
3: Shirley's Twitter defenders came after oh, me. Oh, they came after me. Oh man, I saw and going, Uh, Sensodyne
2: isn't the, pro- the solution to
3: all problems.
2: No shit. I will <laughs> like, say,
3: I have sensitive teeth and I, and I don't like straws. I'll sure. use straws when I have to. And when I get the, the, the new, you know, what are they? Paper? Yeah. they suck. They're shit. But it I use them.
2: Where. like our ones at work are actually pretty decent. Um, I but know in Italy they've started using pasta
3: straws. Sure, use licorice. Yeah, use like fan- crazy well, just straws.
2: Drink from the cup. I if you're able
3: cup. to drink from the cup, drink like, from the. If cup. If I order a cocktail at a bar, I never. If they give me a straw, I'm like, see ya. I throw it out. You've seen the yeah. Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell, right? Crazy Stupid Love or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use straws. Straw. Like you don't look cool drinking out of a straw at a club. At a at a ball game at a wrestling event, sure, yeah. When you're like you have, your hands are, you want something to drink out of like soda pop or whatever, yeah. cool. But use the paper ones, cool. What but you got to buy one. I can't it's, believe they, you got he so heat with with the the least popular character from. I movie. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seasons one, two, and three are amazing, and then the show just yeah. Just, Did you ever finish it? I have never. Oh, I But I'm obsessed it. with two, one, two, and three. Like it's my favorite. Uh, so that's funny. So that's your spooky October, getting in fights with celebrities on yeah. Twitter about plastic straws yeah wow you're a hero you're a hero you're just trying to save the environment it, it,
2: it's amazing how <laughs> apparently i just hate the disabled and the ugly like they came out i'm you. like yo all i said was do you vet yeah. nicole brown oh. really need a straw
3: wow well great <laughs> fucking Twitter. at least you didn't get into it with jeff you, jeff jeff winger oh. you didn't you britted it <laughs> you britted it <laughs> Uh, so that's been our week. I guess we could just go into some NXT. We watched Hell in a Cell as well. We did. Uh, boy, that was a doozy. Mm. Uh, We love, we love horror movies here in the BDE. We have a lot scheduled on our Patreon. I felt like Hell in a Cell was this great buildup, like a horror movie, but then the lights didn't come on (laughs) and I was like, why? And then the match happened and the match was good for the first, like, Five ten minutes, and then just took this weird turn, and then just. I feel they managed to kill three things in one match. Yeah, they you have. killed the they Fiend's really momentum. Yeah. You killed the stomp. I'm not. And I you don't watch the Hell in a Cell gimmick. I don't watch uh, the main roster very much. I watched a little bit of SmackDown, uh, just the, the the main bits, but hmm. then. I had to watch this because everyone was saying negative things, and I was like, "Okay, if it was that bad, then I have to check it out." And uh, man, like, how do you mess up like that? It's mm. just crazy. It's bad, which was a shame because I feel mm. there were actually some
2: decent matches, definitely on the lower card. Yeah, the women's um, Helena was, was great. The I really enjoyed the tag match with Roman Bryan against Harper and Roan. Right. Okay. I thought I that was that. very good, um,
3: but yeah, that geez, that I mean, it's been talked to death. Yeah, um, it's crazy because the the fiend just definitely reminds me of. Uh, scary movies these yeah. characters that i watch all the time of, of these horror villains these monsters and then like to watch it not be protected is very strange yeah you don't just don't do that in movies either it's just weird you can always build the sequel yeah you know what i mean come on uh so i mean that's wwe but we can talk about nxt nxt and what a show we have. yeah i mean as they say in their tagline no bs right mm. nxt is no bs Let's talk about NXT on USA from October 9th, 2019. Starts off with a Cruiserweight Championship match. Now, uh, a few weeks back, Leo Rush re-debuted in the WWE in NXT, and he won a uh, number one contenders match to face Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship, the newly named... Yeah, NXT, NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Cruiserweight. Uh, is it too early for me to say RIP
2: 205 Live? I think the writing's on the wall. Right. Like, it's been off TV two weeks now, I think. It's right. not going to be on this week. I think it's gone, and this kind of confirms it. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I mean, uh, what are they going to do with a uh, I don't a know what they're going to do with that time slot as well. And, yeah, you're right, because you've got to... I think NXT is the right place for them. I'd love seeing these Cruiserweight matches once a week. Yeah. Um, but think you'd normally have three or four on NX on yeah. two hundred five, whereas so, you're going to have one a week now.
3: Yeah, I, I foresee some cuts. Maybe, maybe they have. They just too, they take everyone. They're not cutting anyone. Yeah, they're they don't want to cut anyone. Any free, anyone. Free, I guess fair. That's just sad because, like, sure, you you if you're a wrestler, you're making money. But I imagine like as a creative outlet, you're like, man, I want to wrestle. I think you're going to see a lot more of um, people going to evolve. Yeah. People being let to do other
2: other sure. dates. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that.
3: Well, Leo Rush versus Drew Gulak, who's the, the NXT cruiserweight champion. Yeah. And I've really liked him as cruiserweight champion. Yeah. I his he's evolve matches. He's brought cool. a bit of prestige to it. He's been
2: defending it on, on evolve, on yeah. NXT, on 205, on pay-per-views. Like,
3: He's been traveling with it, which I think is really cool. Yeah, he has brought prestige to it. I I I agree with that definitely. Drew Gulak is awesome. Uh, They do the classic like important championship intro here, which is really cool. Like the lights off, the spotlights, the the intros there, really classic to start off. Really great. The bell rings and Leo Rush is in a rush. He runs with a drop kick, and then Gulak runs back at him and hits a Leo Rush hits a. Spanish fly, like almost instantly. Uh, then he th- gulaks outside. He hits a tope to the outside. Then kicks him in the face, and then off the ropes to the outside again with a springboard moonsault to the outside. Uh, and Morrow says that how do you spell Leo? L I T, lit. Leo Rush is lit. This match just started like a firecracker. Um, there's, uh, they go back into the ring and Gulak is then gets the advantage and starts pounding on Rush and then gets in like this double arm submission kind of like the Rings of Saturn. Sort of like the Rings of Saturn, but not hooked. They were like out straight.
2: Weren't you they? broke our I set. I broke our set.
3: You always break my Continue LED lights. Talking. So he hits the Rings of Saturn, which is an underrated uh, wrestling move. I kind of want to lock that in on someone soon. That like just bringing the arms back looks really sick. Uh Leo Rush gets to- tossed off the top rope into some NXT staff members who were just happening to be sitting there. Uh there's a flying clothesline in the commercial break and I was confused because they didn't necessarily they didn't start off right away with the commercial break um the like the 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 hand-in-hand camera, the the picture in picture. Yeah, the picture in picture and then they did cut to it, so the match did continue, and there was a flying clothesline from Drew Gulak during that picture-in-picture thing, which they caught it. Uh, It comes back from break with uh, Leo Rush just with a series of roundhouse kicks. There's a huge backflip where Leo Rush lands on his feet, but then gets a clothesline, which literally spins him inside-out. There's wild transitions. He goes for his, like, uh, stunner springboard thing. It's countered into the Gulak. There's roll-ups. There's... uh, Rush hits the the Gulak in in a spot. Uh there's what they're calling the cyclone crash, which is the torture rack into a spinout neck breaker. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, there's a frog splash from Leo Rush, and today would have been Eddie Guerrero's 52nd birthday. Yeah, shout out Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Um, and this was a <coughs> Eddie style frog splash, yeah, rather th- than but this his final hour. This one didn't have the the whole like spunk as he usually does. Well, Gulak has.
2: was really close. The yeah. turnbuckle and Rush also rotated like yeah. 90 degrees midair, which was
3: pretty impressive. Uh, he th- it was only a two count. Gulak gets up. He then hits that that springboard stunner, which they're calling the come up which then sets him up to go up top, and then he hits the final hour, the frog splash with all the splash, and Leo Rush pins Drew Gulak to become the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion, and Morrow says, like Meek -Meek Male Dreams and Nightmares were made for times like... He was made for times like this. Um, this was really fun. I thought this was a fantastic opening. This was opening. crazy. Yeah, this just started to
2: start the show and this crazy I think match. this is what they should keep doing for the, their first matches. The, the first three seconds of the match, you had that drop kick and the Spanish fly. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is hot. And I think people who are who are flicking through, they've got to be aware of people switching channels and stuff. Yeah. This is so fast and exciting. I think it will capture new viewers. Yeah. I who think- are just scrolling through the channels and go, whoa, what is this? Um, yeah, I would love this match. Um, I think I would have liked to have seen more of a chase from Leo Rush. Sure. He's only been back a couple of weeks. Uh, Gulak has had a pretty decent reign as champion. Yeah. I think you could have built up a better feud between the two. Um, have Rush more in showcase matches leading up. Have Gulak in some impressive wins on NXT, and then, and then done this in a few weeks. Uh, I think it would have made the victory for think, Rush yeah. way more impressive. They definitely and rushed emotional it. at the end. They, oh, I see what you did there. It,
3: right. Well, they definitely just put the rocket on right instantly, right away, which is cool. You can have other people chasing, them and you will see that it's also been uh, mental awareness
2: uh, week, um, which more yes. mentioned both uh, both Ronaldo and rush uh have suffered with mental health and are huge advocates for raising awareness so um nicely timed i guess him winning this week with that
3: but yeah i I think more of a chase would have been interesting well after the match william regal comes out and takes the cruiserweight championship and puts it around the waist of rush but then drew gulak interferes here he grabs the title from william regal and then he stares both of them down with a nasty look on his face and then he gives it to Rush he says here you go you earned it you deserved it and then the full sale crowd gives Leo Rush his applause uh, i i thought this was actually so good what a way to start the show it got my attention like you said is like this cruiserweight these high flying matches always get my attention and like i am a i'm a very i i watch a lot of wrestling and i always love like high flying cruiserweight exhibition whatever you want to call that it always catches my attention what i liked is i mean most of the roster could be on
2: 205 live
3: yeah of but the course.
2: style of this match felt different it yeah. felt quicker yeah. um so yeah it did feel different from the rest of the card even though they're about the same size as yeah.
3: everyone else no i really i really liked it uh next we go kushida he's backstage he's training with the time cops the strippers <laughs> the cops here ben Van- what, is, what do they call themselves? Breezango. Breezango. Uh He's doing some shadow boxing with them. It cuts to Walter. He's backstage with Imperium. He's doing push-ups, and they're like, they're. Grappling. I always like these kind of training split-screen things when you. Well, you just, see their boys like hyping them up. The main event tonight is Kushida versus Walter. Now. Walter's hanging out with, like, his imperium. He's actually, like, training. And then Kushida's just hanging out with two male strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Kushida needs to find different friends in He's the United He's still learning States. the language. Yeah. He actually
2: thinks they're cops. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> wants them to have his back.
3: He's like, wait, you guys are police officers? <laughs> okay, all right. All right, okay. these guys oh, keep
2: jumping yes. me. These nasty oh. Europeans, they keep hurting me. So, you're the guys I want in my corner. And they're like, Arrest oh, yeah. them. They're like, yes, we can help you. <laughs> they're, like, spinning
3: around, ticket for you. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, so that's later tonight. We get a video package for NXT's newest acquisition. Finn Baller, if you are not familiar, he is an extraordinary man. Extraordinary. Extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. That's him. That's what they told me. Yeah, I that's, want that on a shirt. <laughs> I'm an extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. That's your new shirt. yeah. <laughs> For wrestlingteescom slash up next. <laughs> uh, so Finn Balor, it shows his like, highlights of him back in NXT all the way through his main roster Universal title win and then they kind of don't talk about the wrestling. I, I don't know how I felt about this video package because it made it feel like a demotion,
2: I thought. Yeah, yes and no. It showed him like a WrestleMania entrance winning the Universal Championship facing Brock. Yeah. And then it's like, now he's back in NXT.
3: Yeah.
2: Which is cool. Like, it's great that this... It's because he's champion NXT. Is. I don't know. I feel like
3: I'd have liked more showcasing what he did in NXT. Finn Balor is NXT. Mm. Uh, so I'm okay with that. I'm interested. It adds like... I'm looking forward to yeah. see what they do with him. I'm
2: trying to reserve judgment. I don't know if I like yeah. the idea of him in NXT or not. It yet showed or not, uh, but-
3: all his NXT matches, like entrances. And mm. we were discussing that his best demon was when he was the Jack the Ripper. Yeah. The Jack the in Wembley. Wembley. I was on TV in that one.
2: Oh, were you? Um, I two of my mates were dressed as Bailey buddies. Oh, <laughs> so for great. Bailey's entrance, they just stood up, <laughs> waiting Wiggled around. and yeah. you were there. I was next to him. We had a soft sign that <laughs> aged well. Wow, um, nice, soft, soft, and booty. Oh, that was
3: that was later because mm-hmm. they went in. Love yeah. me but anyway. uh, next week also is Tegan Knox. She will make her uh, re-debut here in NXT, uh, and then uh, we see. There's like uh, uh, Dakota Kai backstage. Um, She's going to have a match because this is my brutality. Rhea Ripley is coming down to the ring. Uh, Rhea Ripley says that, uh, Beth Phoenix says that the Nightmare has moved from Elm Street to NXT. Uh, And uh, Sorry, I meant Dakota is in a match later tonight because Rhea Ripley is going one-on-one with Aaliyah. Toronto's own. Yes, the chick from the six, as they call her. She has Vanessa Bourne with her uh, ringside. I love Vanessa Bourne. I know you do. I love Vanessa Bourne. I love her. Uh, Aaliyah is, starts the match, and Aaliyah gives me Halle Berry Catwoman vibes. Okay. Actually, both Vanessa Bourne and, and Aaliyah remind me of Catwoman. I don't know why, but... <laughs> As I say this because Aaliyah does the back scrapes. She goes yeah. and like goes like that to Rhea Ripley. Which well, cut is as well. Sure. I think. Like the Ariana Grande yeah, kinda? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um so Aaliyah does these like back scratches things, which look great. I always love a nice back scratch. Okay. But Rhea Ripley <laughs> is pissed off by this and just starts to beat the shit out of Aaliyah. She hits Jake the Snake style short arm clotheslines. Rhea Ripley, even though she's like really tall, hits a crazy dropkick. She gets height there. She then locks in what they call like something called like the scorpion hold here. Now this is a move I thought I invented on my younger uh, half brothers years ago. I'd always put this move in and I don't know what to call it. It's like a reverse... A, like a reverse scorpion death lock but with your arms you have so to be taller more, than more the of the a opponent. clover leaf yeah yeah i guess but reversed but reversed so and then picking up she then has her in this move lifts her up in the air spins her around multiple times and then drops her and face plants her but then locks the move back in yeah. and forcing Aaliyah to instantly tap out yeah, so, I thought this looked fantastic. Yeah, Rhea what a Ripley. Great move. Yeah, she just looked like a monster yeah. here, crushing Aaliyah with this cool
2: And Aaliyah's move. someone the right size, who's <clears throat> expendable, who can take this loss. Yeah. I and get, really yeah. got this move over.
3: Yeah, it helped Rhea Ripley. Because Rhea Ripley's last move was called the Riptide. And like that move is cool. It was like the tornado bomb kind of thing. Yeah. Pump handle tornado. This move should be called the Riptide because you're spinning like... Yeah. It looked really cool. I hope she uses it in the near future. But I'm guessing I'm getting my wish because Rhea Ripley grabs a microphone. She says that, Shayna Baszler, you think you're so dominant. You see, you have tapped, napped, or snapped everyone who's faced you in NXT, but not me. They had a match, and and, uh, it kind of ended in no contest, right? So she's like, hey, what the hell? Or no, she hit her with a chair, actually. It was a DQ. Well, the the horsewomen interfered, and then Ripley got dumb. So Rhea Ripley says... Shayna, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Ooh, so Rhea Ripley challenging Shayna Baszler for the NXT title. I'm assuming down the line we're going to see this match again. Uh, more, last time I didn't really get the whole... I
2: feel like it's going to be a TV match again. It, yeah. Like a lot of these, they're just building up short term for TV. Uh,
3: Mauro Manalo says, uh, Ripley's believable. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. You know, Ripley's believable. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You, yeah, know, you yeah, got it? I got yeah. it. Oh, it's so great. Uh, we then cut to our next match. It starts with an entrance that we're not very familiar. It starts with the sounds of drilling. Yeah, it's like construction work. Construction drilling. Our favorite sound here. Oh in the my god! Yeah, they in the summer they recently paved the street we live on here in Toronto in Koreatown, and every morning at seven a.m. they would start drilling, and like you got very mad. I've never Fair seen Fair mind. You I mad.
2: often get home from work around four a.m. Right. Um, will often take me at least at least half an hour usually an hour to get to sleep right. so two hours later not only is it the noise the, the building shakes we're in a basement and this is like concrete right outside <laughs> our room and it's trust. fucking shaking and I, I ran out in my yeah. pyjamas and was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was so funny. And he kept saying, we've got a legal right. We've got a, I don't care. I have a
3: legal right to sleep.
2: I've got a legal right to tell you to shut the fuck
3: up. Like, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I was angry. Wow, we've opened up a can of worms here with <laughs> construction drilling. It was giving you PTSD. Yeah. And when, when this hit, I was like, oh, my God. I just
2: oh can't tweet Yvette Nicole Brown about <laughs> construction. <laughs> because it will probably be
3: anti-disabled or something. I don't know so there's heavy drilling and there's these like women in shadows wearing construction hats and there's a whole bunch of people we thought for a sec this might be the debut of chelsea green we were like we were like oh why are they wearing construction hats and then i'm like is this heavy machinery (laughs) because you hear beep beep like the pickup truck backing up you're like what is going on here and then get this it's neither of those things i've been fooled again (laughs) It's Breezango.
2: Is this gonna be their new gimmick where they, they just troll? They do some elaborate. Oh they'll have God. a gong go off one week and everyone's like, "Holy shit! Undertaker's on NXT." And then, no,
3: they're wearing togas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they come out. They're the men at work. I actually quite enjoyed this entrance. I thought I thought it looked fun. Uh, I think Fandango. I think he's a, a cheeky a cheeky guy. He yeah, just Fandango? he just smooches one of the girls on he the stage, yes, and then struts the ring. Um, I reckon Vandango lives a good life.
3: You think Vandango does well? I think he does okay. You Vandango does well in life? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. If I looked like Vandango, I'd wear construction outfits. <laughs> Probably not, but you know. Uh, so Breezango comes out dressed as construction workers. Now, a few weeks ago I said that basically their gimmicks are just male strippers. Mm. Uh, I think I'm proved correct. I think so. So the men at work, the YMCA, if yep. you will... They come down to the ring. They're going to have a tag team match against Ever Rise. Or are they? Or are they? Because Jackson Riker comes out dragging the bodies of these dudes. He's got like one over his shoulder, (laughs) dragging one by the arm. He comes out like he's murdered these people. And then Steve Culler and Wesley Blake come out, and it's the Forgotten Sons. And now it's announced that Breezango will go up against the Forgotten Sons. Uh, the match starts off here. There's a, a huge butterfly suplex lift into a backbreaker from Cutler, which looked actually beautiful. Uh, there's this double backbreaker on Tyler Breeze. There's this like double hip toss combo. There's a double backbreaker uh, I, again. Um, so the whole thing here is Fandango finally gets the hot tag in. He comes in. But there's interference from Jackson Riker and Brizango lose, and uh, the Forgotten Sons will be forgotten no more. Um, we we had to watch the the ending of this because our our feed kind of cut yeah, out. Yeah, we, we saw that double backbreaker three times. Cause our, our stream our feed was like jolted. Our, our feed like like looped on us. Like yeah. it was just like f- it was like the Matrix. There was a glitch <laughs> in the Matrix. Uh, so, I mean, I. I, I for for our feed for the whole show for our feed to drop out for ten seconds, I'm happy it happened during this. 10 seconds, uh, yeah. The men at work uh, have jobbed because the forgotten sons win here. So, um, what do you see either of these teams going? What did you think of this? I
2: don't know. Like they've all been for- forgotten. Sons have been in this kind of forgotten stage. Well, like this, like mid tier. They <clears throat> they're kind of protecting them, but. Like do you, I don't want to see Undisputed against Forgotten Sons, yeah. like Heel versus Heel. Um I thought you were gonna get uh prolong the Street Profits a bit longer and have a little feud against them there. I think they're just gonna be in this holding position for a while. Yeah, I mean until makes more sense. you maybe have another baby face. Team. I just
3: can't get behind Brizango. it's just not something for me uh, it's just they they haven't really brought it the Forgotten Sons at least like they move forward there's room for them to move forward I, just I think they have me. impressed
2: and shown some impressive things yeah. here and there uh, Brizango have actually regressed I Yeah, after, so, after their re-debut uh, the entrance was fun though
3: you just like Maelstrom I just fucking love Maelstrom Magic strippers. Mike yeah. uh, we go to a vignette for Keith Lee he's saying that he's limitless and he says, I want it more than you. I'm hungry. He's talking about Dominic. He gadget. sees it.
2: He likes it. He wants
3: it. I'm he's got it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Uh, we'll go. We'll talk about that again later because there's another piece to this puzzle with Keith Lee. Uh, we then cut to Boa.
2: Yeah. It's Boa. Versus Boa. the
3: Babadook. <laughs> Boa versus the Babadook. Live on USA Network. That's right. Remember Boa? Yeah. What was he in? He was in that uh, breakout. breakout. Oh, yeah. Remember, that was a thing. (laughs) Boa from China. He's going to go against Cameron Grimes from North Carolina. Yeah. The Babadook, if you will, the Rob Zombie lookalike. This match, you called this instantly. We watched this together. I
2: put out a tweet, and before I finished writing the tweet... It happened. It happened. I
3: said, Boa's gonna get stomped in 20 seconds so what happens here is the referee rings the bell and as he does Cameron Grimes points to the entrance ramp being like hey what's that Boa and the referee both look and are distracted Cameron Grimes runs up hits that double stomp the mushroom stomp there like the Mario stepping yeah, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a toad crushing Boa and the ref is like, what? And actually, he wasn't faking him out because Killian Dane came mm. down to the ring. Uh, but the ref counts the pin anyways, and Cameron Grimes pins Boa. The Baba Duke beats Boa. So, what do you make of this?
2: Do you think this is building up for a feud between uh, Grimes
3: and uh, Dane? Or is this an alliance? And I think they're an alliance because what happens here after the match, Killian Dane comes in, Grimes slips out of the ring. Dane comes in and he beats up Boa. He hits him with, like, three Vader bombs. Uh, and Morrow says Boa has been constricted. Um, and then he, like, beats him up through the crowd. And then he lifts him up and throws him, like, body first into the announce table as well. So Dane just beating up people. You see, I think this is going to lead to a
2: feud. I don't think they're an alliance. I think Dane is just, yeah, I'll let you do your thing. But
3: I'm watching you. It's like the, if, if Cameron Grimes... Were a Pokemon, and he evolved. The next evolution would be Killian Dane. Right, <laughs> they're both hairy. Yeah, kind of you know the same gear. Like you know, they look all right. They look similar. They could be an alliance. The, the Dane doesn't have a fancy little ha- uh, fancy hat. though I know. I love his hat. What's that hat? His magic his hat. Top hat. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is the Mad Hat. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But he's I the Mad it. Hatter. Yeah, he's the Mad Hatter. The Baba Duke. He's aware. He's the way of oh, the body yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll see what happens with Killing Dane and Cameron Grimes. We get a video, another one, from Damien Priest. Now, I was talking about vampire clubs and Blade. Yeah. I think Damien Priest hangs out. Oh, he out. loves that shit. Yeah, I think he hangs out in clubs like that. I would love to go to a club with Damien Priest. Um, he says that he will live forever. And he starts talking shit about Pete Dunne. He says, you know, Pete Dunne, uh, uh, I hate you. He hates Pete Dunne and he hates sunlight, is what he says here. Because Damien Priest is a vampire, uh, I'm convinced. Um, so he's basically saying that he's here forever, and that Pete Dunne is like not. Why are you laughing at me?
2: I just seen my note. It's ridiculous. What did you just say?
3: it's fine. We'll talk oh, later. Wait, you can't. See... <laughs> what does it say? Do you think Do you think Damian Priest is sexy? Nice. He's a sexy boyfriend. I don't think I was listening to his thing. I'm just like, why is he dressed like that? <laughs> why is he, he's outside a club. <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go dancing. Probably, you know, drink some blood. <laughs> Not eat garlic, you know. Casual. This is what you
2: get up next.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should see the world tier <laughs> Patreon. The shit we say. Oh my God. $25 a month Patreon. Uh, so Damian Priest obviously still has some beef with Pete Dunne. We'll get to that. But our next matchup for the night. It is Roderick Strong going one on one with Isaiah Swerve Scott. Mm. Now just before the Rod- Roddy walks to the ring, he is backstage in Gorilla with Undisputed Era and they are not coming down with him but they hype him up, they slap him on the back, they're like good luck, go kill it. Roddy comes down to the ring by himself. Scott comes out. Well yeah, this I I always hate the champ coming
2: out first. The champ should always come out second. Yeah. But I realize it's it's that after the commercial break thing. Um, Scott comes out, people don't really know who he is. They might, oh, I'm not into this match, switch off. Sure. Whereas Undisputed, they're, they've they been made a sure. big deal. They've yeah. been in every episode. You hear that music. And I feel that might have been a, a trick
3: to try and keep people. Sure. Uh, well, Roderick Strong going one-on-one with Isaiah Scott Swerve. And this is, uh, I would say this whole episode was kind of a sleeper episode for me. But I love this match. And let's get into it. There's a crazy kick right in the beginning from Scott Uh, to Roddy, there's like a cartwheel splash, there's this like series of head scissors, there's a shot to the liver which we're very familiar with here Uh, there's like a low basement drop kick, but then Roddy starts firing back with gunshot chops he hits a backbreaker Uh, Swerve fights back and hits this like cartwheel handspring jumps up for this move but gets caught in a back suplex position, spun around and dropped into a backbreaker. The backbreakers in this match were crazy. Yeah, this was insane. Roddy is the messiah of the backbreaker, Camp Strong. Uh, Roddy does the 10 punch up in the corner. He then hits a belly to backbreaker. Which is sick. So not, instead of throwing you overhead with a belly-to-belly, he lifts you up and hits you with a backbreaker. Just nasty. It cuts to commercial with Roddy still on the, f- uh, the offense. Scott finally gets uh, a right hand in and starts attacking Roddy. But this is where Undisputed Era come out. Uh, he doesn't, he's not phased by this. He's not distracted. So he hits a draping butterfly DDT on Roddy. But he kicks out at two. He then hits a overhead German suplex release on Roderick Strong. Only a two count. A jumping, flying, complete shot. And then his crazy, like, axe kick thing. I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's just a thing of beauty as well. But get this. Roderick Strong kicks out again. I actually bit really hard on Yeah, I thought they might have done an upset win and and set uh, Scott up as a huge contender. But... Champ Strong is too strong. He he keeps fighting back. Uh, Roddy then. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry. Roddy is still getting beat up here because there's a sweet spot where uh, Roddy gets like thrown outside, <sighs> but he's hanging upside down on the outside by his feet because his feet are on the ropes. But he's hanging upside down over the apron. Yeah, he's on all the caught up in the apron. So he's like trying to climb back up. And as he's in this position, trying to get back up scott hits a off the apron hits a jumping double stomp to roddy's like chest face area you know that move like alberto Del Rio made it famous where the guy just hangs there forever i hate when the guy hangs there because it looks so it's the only times i like it is when they're caught up and they are
2: they're climbing back up the ropes to try and get off and then you hit it this was so often it was so contrived where you're just hanging this looked perfect because roddy was was like stuck Like, fuck, how am I getting out of this? Yeah. And he he didn't just jump off the rope. He did a
3: slingshot into it, which was crazy and really cool pretty dangerous as well both these guys really really slick here i thought this spot just looked so clean here with that double stomp but as he hits that on roddy he throws roddy back in the ring but undisputed Era pretend like they're gonna they're like the hyenas in the lion king they're like yeah and he's like ah get away from me he's distracted he goes back into the ring but get this isaiah eats the sick kick or the psycho kick if you call it which then sets roddy up to lock in the end of heartache but that's not all. He then switches that position into the stronghold, which is the high angle Boston crab with the with the, the knee in there too. It's like sometimes a lion tamer. the lion tamer, the stronghold here, and Isaiah Swerve Scott taps out the North American champion. Roderick Strong wins. What a match! Yeah, there were quite a few
2: boos here as well. I think people. I I think <clears throat> Swerve like got himself completely over. He yeah. made himself tonight, um, and Definitely. I think the 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 salt in the wounds of doing the stronghold. He could have pinned him with the end of heart. Yeah. But he went in for that submission, which caused the crowd to like, I mean, I yeah. know Roddy's a heel, but he's undisputed era and they're yeah. popular and actually got some booze. Um, there was a great call from Morrow earlier in the match. He, uh, said Swerve was looking for that kill shot. Mm. Obviously he was kill shot in Lucha Underground. Yeah. So a nice little call back there. Um, but yeah, what a match, a real, real sleeper. And, I think this would have been my match of the night, but things just kept getting better.
3: Yeah, I would agree with you. This was definitely a sleeper for me. I was like, what? This just came out of nowhere. I definitely have not... I have not watched a lot of Swerve before, Mm. but I will say he definitely is going to be talked about after. If anyone watches this match, this is great. And I will say it week after week on this show camp strong champ strong <laughs> roger strong is the workhorse of this, oh, this so show. Good. he is mr wednesday night he yeah. will be because he can he continues to deliver well he's got Always. the perfect i think that <clears throat> north american title
2: can be a tv title it can main event yeah. and stuff and having him i can't see him having a bad match with anyone right um and if you're trying to attract uh fresh eyes he's such a a great person to have because he does work a different style that doesn't seem like you'd see on a Monday or Friday mm-hmm. night on WWE. He's very um, smash
3: mouth. I'm smash mouth. It he looks is.
2: believable. Everything he does. Um, promo, not so much,
3: but, um, yeah, as a wrestler, what a worker. Well, Let's bury him now sure. because Undisputed Era, <laughs> they come into the ring. Adam Cole grabs a microphone. They're all looking fresh in their their jackets. Oh, cool. Kyle's jacket. We need those jackets. We need, nice. jackets. We need I, a BDE one. We need BDE bombers. Yeah, I've already put a request in the pro wrestling team. Oh, yeah? we, we need to purchase some BDE bombers. Uh, Adam Cole grabs a microphone. He says, he, my notes say this because this is what he basically says. Everyone thinks they can fuck with us. Because <laughs> that's what he's saying. He says, everyone wants the piece of Undisputed Era. Everyone's coming for the tag titles, the main title, the North American. Y'all can't do anything. We have Finn Balor coming back, Champa. They have this unrealistic dream that they think they can just swoop in here and, and dethrone us. But they're not going to do that. And then, get this. Did someone say... Dream? dream. Velveteen Dream shows up. He's on that new, uh, like, riser the, thing. The, like, balcony... Yeah, the new balcony they have set up here at Full Sail. He's up there. He says, hey, Undisputed Era, I will show you your reality. Uh, This is your reality, Roderick Strong. And he points to the TitanTron, and it's the image of Roderick Strong that he had posted on his social media. Yeah, the Shawn Michaels pose. Yes, it's Roderick Strong naked on his couch with the North American title covering his junk. Yeah. So it's the classic Shawn Michaels pose. Now... Roderick is the one who posted this photo on social media. But Dream says, this is your reality. And you see, you're nothing without the North American Championship. In two weeks' time, you will experience the dream once again. And when the dream strips you of the title, the world will see how you just don't measure up. Oh. And then the image on the screen changes to a Photoshop photo of the title now removed on the naked Roderick Strong, but the tiniest little sensor yeah. emoji right <laughs> above where Roderick Strong's dick is. Now I know we've talked a little bit about Roderick's shitty little boots here on the show, <laughs> but shitty little dick. Shitty little dick is, is gonna, what's gonna get poor over Roddy. It. Poor poor Roddy. <laughs> here, shitty Roddy, go out dick. there and have a banger of a match, and then we're gonna make fun of how uh, how you have. And a you small know dick. that's
2: gonna be a thing.
3: You know it's going to be a thing. It's not Um, a thing here in the
2: BDM. Now, I don't... (laughs) Wow. Um, I don't normally like these Photoshop things they do. No, it's been a while. They're normally pretty cheesy. Yeah. This was funny. Yeah, this This was so funny. This really worked. This was really great. And uh, it completely worked with Dream doing it. Like, Dream is the character who would do this stuff. He's cheeky. When you do it on Raw and it's Seth Rollins doing this kind of thing, it doesn't work. But Dream, like, completely fits his character and, like, his universe he lives in.
3: Um, I thought this was very, very funny. <laughs> shitty little dick. Shitty little dick. Roddy with his shitty little dick. Uh, God bless you, Roderick Strong. Um, but the, th- that's not where this ends. Because, get this, as Undisputed Era are in the ring and they're like, ah, and Velveteen Dream disappears, music hits. The sirens, The sorry, not the siren, but the heartbeat. The heart the monitor. The heartbeat monitor. No one will survive. No one will survive. Now, we're talking a lot about spooky stuff because mm-hmm. it's Halloween. We love horror movies here. Halloween, Michael Myers, all that shit. This reminded me of a scary movie. Because here comes Tomasa Champa, the Blackheart, walking out at the entrance ramp, dragging his crutch. The famous crutch of Ciampa. Yeah. And he's dragging it with this, like... Evil villain monster horror movie just dragging this crutch. I loved this. i camo crutch. Yeah, also a camo crutch. Two matches, matches pants. PA, yeah. I, per- I, I recently bought some camo sweatpants. Yeah. And I've been rocking them so much. Like, they're my favorite. I feel like I'm Ciampa every time. <laughs> I wear the black heart shirt, yeah. the, t- the camo sh- pants, and I'm like, you i know, Just I'm drag Ciampa. a crutch around. Yeah, I'm just a dragging a crutch. <laughs> so people will think I'm crazy. This looked crazy, but it gets crazier. He comes down to the ring. Undisputed Era are still in the ring. He grabs a chair, and he's about to go into the ring. But Undisputed Era, they all disperse, and they run up the ramp. They all leave, which I'm like, yo, chickens. Yeah. There's, There's four of you. Four of you. This is one guy, and he's this back from injury. This guy's got a bad neck. <laughs> you could fuck him up. He goes up to... They They all disperse up to the ramp. He sets... The, Champa sets the chair down in the middle of the ring. He sets it up. He then sits in it. He has a microphone. He says, "Goldie, Daddy's home." <laughs> I absolutely loved this. Uh, Champa is a character that will soon take over on NXT. Here, he's just fantastic, and I can't wait. This whole this whole thing from the match leading into Undisputed Era, leading into Dream, leading into Champa coming out and saying, "Daddy's home," uh, which I fucking he hate. looks fantastic. <clears throat> as yeah, well. I he mean, when so he good. returned from the last injury, he looked. A, a lot
2: bigger than he did before he looks like a killer
3: yeah like you you look like a murderer
2: a psycho completely killer. believe he could kill anyone
3: uh yeah um, i love i love everything about this guy right now this character is something that wrestling kind of needs right now just this it's he's he's made it into his own it shows yeah. that he's taken the time he's done everything and he's probably so hyped that he's actually allowed to be back because for a minute Absolutely, there you weren't yeah. sure if he was Absolutely. coming back right uh, and I love when anyone says the word "daddy." I
2: think uh, uh, we're gonna watch. I believe Champa documentary aired right after NXT tonight. Yes, uh, we're gonna watch that and give a little chat about it tomorrow with our like AEW recap as well. Yes, on the, the Patreon. Blackheart. Yeah, they did so a black
3: check that out. Man. Well, they come back from commercial break, and Kathy Kelly is backstage hunting down Champa. She's looking for an interview. She's like, "Yo, where's Champa? Where's Champa?" And she finds him. He's in the hallway walking. But as she's there, she walks by Angel Garza, the Latin lover. Mr. Skinamax. Yeah. Latin lover. Angel Garza. He's wearing his pants still. He's like trying to talk shit to Kathy Kelly. She's like, oh, I'm not interested. I'm trying he to talk to trying Champa. To ask her out. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. what's going on? She goes over to Champa and she's like, Hey Champa, uh, you know, what's going on with you? You're back, and then he's instantly interrupted by Angel Garza, and he starts speaking in Spanish to both of them. He goes uh, Tomasa Champa, no importante, <laughs> no important, no 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 no, uh, no por favor, uh, and Champa goes, huh, and then decks him right in the face, beats the shit out of him. Kathy Kelly's like, what, Champa, what, what did he say? I I have no idea. <laughs> and walks up. This is very funny. Um,
2: I think I think Kathy Kelly's great as well yes, in this role. Um, definitely. She you, if you follow her Twitter and stuff, she clearly. Has been a long time wrestling fan. Yes. I feel she has a lot more personality than some of the other. Is it Sarah Schreiber, the new one? Yeah. Um, I feel she's got a lot of personality. She's uh, definitely gourami. Um I think she's great, and I thought this whole
3: segment with her, Gaza, and Champa was very funny. Yeah, I actually like this. And of course, this will set up a match, and we'll get to that later on. Our next match, though, is Dakota Kai in action against Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think when
2: this when both came out, we looked at each other and were like, huh, Dakota Kai has just come back, yeah. and I really can't see Bianca Belair taking a loss here. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do here.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm a little concerned about the booking of this too. I was yeah. like, huh, but I want to see the match. And you know what? I enjoyed it. Uh, Dakota Kai uh, comes out and uh she keeps getting the upper hand of bianca early on and then starts to do bianca's taunt like the dancing thing Mm. like i never needed you at all i love that theme by the way it's a good one i never needed you at all uh dakota is the leader of team kick i'm not sure if you're aware but it says it on her calvins Mm. which i am aware yeah team kick yeah they're team kickers cool kickers uh She hits a series of penalty kicks. She hits a double stomp, a penalty kick again off the apron. Uh, Bianca fights back, gets like a Snake Eyes powerbomb kind of thing there. She goes for a scoop slant and continues to squat while beating up Dakota Kai. Um, She then hits like a, instead of a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, it's a tilt-a-whirl into a gut buster, which is like inverted, which was really cool. Uh, Dakota Kai uh, from commercial back from commercial, sorry, is hitting a series of kicks. There was no picture in picture. Uh, she hits a pump kick, an axe kick, a face wash kick, a halluva kick. Uh, there's like uh, a, a series of kicks because, again, she's the leader of team kick. But it's not enough to put Bianca down. She hits Bianca hits this beautiful standing star press for a two count and eventually leads to the KOD, the torture rack into the face plant for the 1-2-3. Bianca Belair beats Dakota Kai and our dreams of Dakota Kai uh, going forward here against Shayna. Crush, Crumble. I've I've just come up with a prediction. Okay. Is it Tegan Knox
2: next week? Yes. coming back? Yes. She's going to have a match. She's going to get beaten down by someone and Dakota Kai will run out. will establish them as a tag team right. and Kyrie and Asuka will Whoa. come back because they'll need a babyface team. Right. They'll they'll try and bump a rating one week on TV sure um, and have
3: kabuki warriors. kabuki warriors how do you feel about kick how do you feel about kyrie Sane turning heel on you I'm, she's got braids i'm not sure she's a pirate she's got pirate braids she's got like these pigtail things I, oh them. i'm a fan yeah, how, how do you too? feel about it? you love um, kyrie you're yeah i don't know i
2: it's just another thing like i i think they're going to do really well in this role um, like Sami Zayn does really well in his heel role and yeah. like Gargano did well when he was a heel, but why you've got such a, like a ready made baby face in the palm of your hands mm-hmm. and you go, huh, I don't know what I'm doing with these turn them heel. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense
3: to they me. They took, they took, uh, your favorite, you, you are obsessed with Kyrie Zayn, your favorite wrestler. They've turned her heel. Asuka was one of my favorites. They've turned her heel. They've turned Io Shirai heel, which now she is my favorite wrestler. They've just turned all the Japanese women into bad guys. Because they don't know what to do with them. Just interesting. Mm. Just interesting. So you're, I think think Io Shirai,
2: it it suits her so well. Um, Asuka, I like heel Asuka. Yeah. Um, Kairi, I I don't know. I'm glad to see they're being used though and focused because it's been so long that they've been disappeared. And if they're going to, try and just reset this tag title thing. Um, I think this is a good time to do it and
3: bring those titles to NXT for a bit of a showcase. Interesting, here. interesting. Team Kick versus Kabuki Warriors Yeah, coming soon on NXT. Maybe, hopefully. We'll see if that happens. Uh, we get a video from Dominic Dijakovic. Mm. Now he's talking about his matches, a series of matches with Keith Lee and how they are destined to fight forever. Fight forever. It's like Batman and the Joker. Yeah. are destined to do this forever. He says that they bring the best out in each other, but he's not limitless. I know Keith Lee's limits. I've been watching him. I've been studying Keith Lee. I know what it takes to take him to his limits. I know the secrets to him. And next week, in the main event of NXT, live on USA, it is Dijakovic versus Keith Lee one more time as the main event next week. The rubber match. And this one... If you've seen their other three yeah. so far... It's crazy.
2: Uh, this one has to top that.
3: Yes, definitely. Um, like
2: they're they're going to go all out. And they I did hope some they crazy have, stuff last week. We night. had a crazy match this week. Um, I'd love to see them have a bit longer. Um, because the main event started very late tonight. Yes, it um, did. I want to see these guys have a good 20 minutes. Um yeah, I can't wait. I could see these guys wrestle so many times. Yeah,
3: definitely. The last Every time I've watched them now, they just blow me away. They're yeah. like, what? These guys are huge, and they're showing I've shown
2: both their NXT matches, their recent ones, yeah. uh, to a couple of people recently, and okay. they were like, whoa, this, these guys are huge. How are they doing this stuff? Like, Wrestling is different now, because they're, yeah. they're those lapsed fans. and So they have that interest,
3: and they go, okay, I'm going to show you this. Um, yeah, If they did Canadian Destroyers and all these things off top ropes and who know, moonsaults. What are they going to do next week to top their I last don't know. matches? It's going to be insane. I, I cannot wait All for All of it match. in the kitchen sink. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be lit. It's going to be Big Lads Wrestling is what it's going to be. Big Fight Lads forever.
2: Wrestling. Yeah,
3: can't wait. We get another video. <coughs> another a, another video for Finn Balor. Another yeah. one. Another one. Uh, we also get a video from Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, break your fingers. Pete Dunn. he's in the gym. He's in the performance center. Uh, he's saying he's trying to keep up. He's saying that when he came to WWE in, in NXT UK, Triple H told me to make a name for myself, so I did, and it shows the clips of him in the original UK tournament. Is it Danny Birch he took I out? I think it's Danny Birch. That he took out. I don't remember now. No, no, it was Birch. I'm pretty so, sure. So he, he's, he's showing his series and, and through NXT and stuff, and he says that he's gonna he's got a bone to pick with Damian Priest. Now get this. I know you love this line of the show here. Second line of the show because Daddy's Home is amazing. He says, "How is Damien Priest going to shoot an arrow with broken fingers?" Goes,
2: Archer of infamy. How is he going to shoot an arrow with broken
3: fingers? I'll break your fingers. <laughs> I'll break your fingers. You can't use the arrow if you can't have if you don't have fingers. I right? thought
2: this was one of the best, uh, the better Pete Dunn promos. Obviously, this was an edited package. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he sounded good here. I want to see him try and cut this uh, in just a genuine sure like shoot kind of promo okay. Do you know what i mean yeah not so edited but i thought he sounded good here um so next sure, week yeah I'm, I'm sold in this match i'd like to see what they do next week pete dunn versus damian priest will he break his fingers i think this is a real test for priest because i yes. think dunn barely ever misses mm-hmm. um i would love to see damian priest really step it up and these two put on a killer match
3: We see a clip of Leo Rush celebrating earlier tonight from his Cruiserweight title match, and there's a bunch of NXT and Evolve people. Uh, Baba Baba Tunde? Was it Baba Tunde? I'm pretty sure that was it. It was some big fella. Eric Bugenhagen. Oh no, wasn't it? It wasn't the big Aussie guy.
2: I don't know. I don't know, but Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. Everyone's
3: celebrating with Leo Rush. It's it's just a beautiful sight to see. Uh, we should go into our main event, but I need to grab my charger for my MacBook. It's, I can switch back. It's are fine. you sure? Yeah, yeah, we can keep going. All right. Well, let's go into the main event here. We're playing hot potato with the charger right here. Our MacBooks. Lights. We're living dangerously. I yeah. Think. That's how we live it here and up next. Let's go to our main event. Kushida versus Walter. The battle of the guys with all cap names. Kushida Walter, it's like Oni Lorcan's tweet. I want
2: Oni, yeah, only <laughs> tweet about Kushida versus Walter. Do you think he does their names all lowercase? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oni Lorcan, and then he just yells in, in capitals all the time. Uh, this is a dream match I didn't know I needed to see. Yeah. These guys come from very different places in the world of pro wrestling, and somehow WWE NXT is bringing it to you here. Uh, Say what you will about WWE, but they're making this match happen, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, This is insane. Yeah. uh, A year ago, would you have thought you're going to see this? No, definitely not. not. Even
2: six months ago, I I think.
3: Yeah. Kushida, Walter on NXT. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo mentions Kushida and his respect for Liger. Yeah. Jushin Liger in his final year in wrestling uh, retiring soon so I thought that was cool a little nod to Liger from Mauro Uh, Walter's entrance is amazing because it's just that white screen and it's him in his coat the silhouette and he's there with his arms behind his back posing it's very gangster Um, I did a I, I like make beats sometimes I did a trap remix of Walter's theme and Scrump wants to play it when uh, Walter goes to Pro Wrestling Tees to sign some autographs. So I want to make sure Let's Walter... Let's play it tonight, at the end. Yeah, we'll play it at the end of the show yeah. here tonight. Uh, so it's Walter's theme with like some trap drums. I, I, I produced just for fun. I was bored. And, uh, I don't know, people gave me love for it. So uh, it's just interesting. So I'm going to give that to you soon, Scrump. You'll hear it here tonight. Uh, but Walter comes out. Kushida's here. This match is insane. Let's get into it. Kushida starts off by dancing around Walter. The size difference here is incredible. Walter is like Godzilla and Kushida is like He's uh, human. it's not that that (laughs) drastic but yeah sure Uh, so Kushida keeps like getting out of the holds and keeps dancing around him spinning around him Uh, Kushida goes for like a springboard like drop kick or something but loses balance and as he does he eats a boot right to the face I wasn't sure if this was intentional or not but Kushida and Walter are both very slick and very Mm. like sure pretty snug yeah yeah yeah, they don't miss a beat and it felt like it could have even been a a planned spot, yeah, A planned mess up. It was just so perfect. Uh, so he eats the boot. He then ends up in a single leg crab from Walter. Uh, he then gets, starts eating series of chops. Now, Walter's chops are serious. They're this like dude, shotguns. Yeah, it's like getting... They always said big shows were like getting slapped with pans. And I feel <laughs> like that's how it is with Walter. It's like the slapping noise is just crazy. I have here chops on chops on chops. Uh, he goes for his power bomb because that's his finish. But Kushida slick... Counter into a DDT. Like here comes the pain. Had this counter, the classic counter yeah. yeah. The classic power bomb counter. This was it. It looked great. There's a huge tomahawk chop from Kushida. He goes for his cartwheel drop kick, hits that. He goes for a sunset flip to the outside, a sunset flip power bomb, but it's countered. And Walter stomps on his face. Yeah, this looked deadly. Like, the the sunset flip... The, the tease of a
2: powerbomb from the apron to the outside yeah, is it's way, crazy. It's like the German suplex tease. All you need to do is tease it, and you're like... Ugh! Uh, but this stomp on the face after looked
3: horrible. Yeah, so he literally eats Walter's boot. Uh, then he eats a series more of chops and chops. Uh, Walter then runs into the ring post on the apron... There's a series here where Walter gets thrown into the turnbuckle post and then Kushida does a roll through into a DDT on the outside onto the apron here, which was uh, pretty sweet. It was like a rolling thunder into a jumping DDT. He throws Walter back into the ring um, and then there's like a series of chops and chops. And he starts to work the arm of Walter because we know he does that, that Kimura. But Maro calls it the hoverboard.
2: Yeah, and they rested that name for a few weeks, yeah. didn't they? They started calling it something else named after uh, some guy. I yeah, can't remember Hider, the exact yeah. name. But yeah, they've obviously gone back to the hoverboard.
3: I like the hoverboard
2: thing. better, yeah. It suits his character, and it's it's going to get over more than... It's an
3: easier name to remember, the yeah, hoverboard lock. Right? the hoverboard. Uh, he hits the hoverboard, it's locked in, but Walter gets out of it and locks in... His hold, the sleeper hold, the classic wrestling move. Here, uh, there's crazy back and forths. There's O'Connor rolls. There's pins. There's sleepers. There's a cross arm breaker. There's small packages. There's German suplexes. Walter hits a regal plex, which is just crazy. But get this, Kushida kicks out of it. They both climb up the top rope and get this, Kushida hits a Spanish fly into the hoverboard lock. It's like a flying cross arm we, we, it's more of an arm drag off yeah. the top we
2: saw him do this against was it Apollo Cruz I yeah. believe it's one of his signature stuff. moves yeah. uh looks
3: really cool and really works with the big guys I it looked crazy he, he goes off the top rope there he backflips locks in the submission hold and I think he's got it here but Walter does not tap out he looks like he's about to even yes, right. he like, like oh.
2: slaps his back a couple of times yeah. so I don't know if they're gonna bring that up at all
3: uh, but it, it looked like he was kind of tapping out at one point. Uh, he does not. He gets his foot to the ropes. The referee's like, yo, Kushida, break it up. There's then series of kicks from Kushida. Uh, there's a drop kick from Walter. There's a power bomb from Walter. But Kushida kicks out of it. Kushida kicking out of the power bomb is insane. He then gets up and he he hits the uh, he hits a slap a series of small slaps to the face and then a short arm lariat and pins Kushida ending the undefeated streak of Kushida here in NXT Walter beats Kushida with this huge short arm clothesline we've seen him use this finish often yeah he's used like a,
2: a multitude of different finishes yeah. and kind of his thing is he'll just keep on beating you down and then one thing will eventually kill you um, but yeah, Walter definitely showing a bit of cheating here. There was, he was trying to bite, uh, Kushida's finger when yeah. he had the, the lock, uh, the hoverboard lock in. So you, I think we'll see a rematch down the
3: line with these two. Um, this was crazy. This, we literally said the last few matches tonight were sleeper hits, but like, this was something I was like, huh, Walter Kushida, that could be good. I don't know what, what they're going to do with that. And it just kind of like sat in the back of my head. But after watching this, I'm like, wow, this was incredible. This... This is really amazing. Go If you do not watch NXT week to week, I highly recommend going to watch Walter Kushida. <laughs> the end here where Kushida has him in the hoverboard lock and you actually think, man, is he going to make the UK NXT champion Ta-ha. tap out? Because yeah. it looks like that's what's going to happen. And Walter and Kushida both sold it so fantastic! The styles of these two meshed so well together. Walter has got like the submission; he's he, he's he you know chops the hell out of you. But Kushida's got like some high flying, but also the submission. It's just like and really he's also mixed. got that like gut; like he's not going to give up.
2: He's going to yeah, keep yeah. getting back up and fighting. Um, I threw a poll up on Twitter just to ask what your favorite match of the uh, night. What's was. Our, our up next Twitter? It's up at Up Next Podcast. Yes, uh, go follow us. Uh, I threw up a poll. Um, with what do you think the best match was? And this match won with 72%. Bit of a landslide. Second place was Strong versus Swerve, right. which I think any other week would be match
3: of the night, but. What a show we had this week! Some yeah. really great stuff. This was incredible. This main event actually just blew my mind. Like how how did these two end up in a WWE ring? Is beside me. This is crazy. Go watch this match. In fact, I might have to watch it back this week. Uh, if if you're sick and tired of watching some of the shit wrestling you get, like why when you can find good wrestling like this it's like music when people are like oh music sucks these days no you just gotta it's find much it out there. you gotta find it and if you like good wrestling go and watch this this was so good walter steps up he proves he is a worthy of being a, a prominent Big force here talent, and to yeah, bring him sure. on to usa network is such a good call he looks like a star and so did Kushida here not to i don't know where you go next with Kushida. that's for sure because like and i well i don't know what kind of um audience you're gonna have like
2: how new people are going to take this tuning in every week? Are yeah. they going to be. I think they're trying to target a different audience, which is people who are going to tune in, and just be like, this looks cool and interesting and different. Because we've seen over the last, what is this, week four on USA? Yeah. Different characters in different featured roles and yes. different matches. And all of them have been so impressive. Um, you haven't necessarily had that huge story that makes you go, oh, I really want to know what's going to happen next week. Mm-hmm. Although this week we did have way more promo time than we have before. Right um we had a couple of yeah promo segments which we haven't seen since being on usa so that was good
3: yeah there definitely is more story development now with champa coming back chasing adam cole and we still don't know what the finn balor thing is there's a there's a bunch you can definitely go forward with uh really just really great episode of nxt you're you're right it's like wwe whenever i watch feels like a a variety show yes whereas this is like there's actual wrestling here they treat it like it's like a sport like it's really cool. I, I love this top to bottom. This episode was fantastic. This main event just... I was not ready for it. I was not ready for Kushida. Uh, I-, I just want to go outside and, and go g- climb up something really high and hit a flying Spanish fly into a cross <laughs> arm breaker. It just looks crazy. Well, I think as well we, we weren't aware that they had the overrun again
2: this week, yeah, which is yeah. interesting to note because I-, I knew they had it last week. I didn't know they were going to have it this week. Yeah. Obviously, to get those viewers flipping over from AEW... Um, but when I saw there was only 10 minutes before this match started, I was, ah, oh, we're going to have some kind of... Interference, squad. Schmoz finished. The match isn't really going to happen. A DQ. And, yeah, <laughs> DQ and a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh, but we got a proper match here. Yes, this, we was, did. this was awesome.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I congratulate NXT. If they keep giving me stuff like this, then I'm going to continue to watch on Wednesday nights. Just great. Uh, as the episode is coming to an end, there is... Quote, unquote, breaking news with Kathy Kelly. She says that next week it will be Tommaso Champa versus Angel Garza in a match returning Champa, and in two weeks it'll be Roderick Strong defending the North American title against Velvet Team Dream
2: so next week we have Champa's return to the ring and
3: Dijakovic versus Keith Lee that
2: sounds like a huge show wild
3: wild take my money now let me watch it oh my goodness cannot wait this sounds great Uh, so that was NXT from October 9th 2019 that's what we thought about it I thought it was a two thumbs up show Uh, I'm telling you Walter versus Kushida I may even say that I would give that like five star for a match it just came out of nowhere for me I was yeah. like what was is very this good. so crazy so go watch that but that's what we thought let's hear what you have to, th- have to say forum.postwrestling.com is where we post every Wednesday night For our feedback for post-wrestling. and You can write write in and ask us questions. And we'll read them here on the show. And I'm going to start with Bring77. He says, Great match with Rush and Gulak. Interesting that they were referred to to the title as the NXT Cruiserweight title. It was an odd fit for NXT as a lot of the roster fits that size anyways. Makes me wonder if they went with Rush because he's on the smaller size. Where Gulak is larger like Gargano and Cole. Also interesting that Breezango's gimmick is full on male strippers now. Great to see some more promos and programs being set up on the show as we have had mostly just wrestling since they've been live. Lastly, loving that they let matches run over the end time as it adds to the drama when you cannot predict the final segment will end. When the final segment will end. Yeah, like you said, you're like, oh, wait, is it going to end soon? And then it continues on. You're like, oh, what?
2: Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got feedback from Mike Hogan. Okay. All right, mates. Well, that was certainly a show of two halves. Not that the first half was bad, but if the first hour was a single episode, you might be left wanting more. Hmm. But what a second hour. It was great to see Leo get his redemption win. Rip 205. Roddy vs. Swerve was excellent and made a star in Swerve. Everything Champa did tonight made him look like a badass. Him and his crutch cleared the entire Undisputed Era from the ring, including Roddy's shitty little dick. And his punch to Gaza looked great. Really liked how they incorporated more promos this week too, and it felt more like a TV show. While it was always going to be a slower week than the full premiere, there's direction now, and they're stocking up weeks in advance again. Shame Cameron Grimes will likely be in all of them. I think the rating might go down due to the reaction to Hell in a Cell and fans wanting to see an alternative, mm. but I hope they switched over to Walter versus Kushida at the end. Could go on, but already gone on enough, and I assume you've covered how great it is already. A solid show overall with two great matches. Question, how would you lads feel about
3: Undisputed Era versus DIY, Dream, and Bala? For all the belts at war games, ooh, all the belts. I mean, we were discussing. We were going to discuss what we think is going to happen at war games because it does look like you could easily put Dream, uh, Champa, Gargano, and Baller, 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 Baller into the war games against undisputed era, but putting all the titles on the line. Ooh, baby! That's and then spicy. you could. Then you have more room to do like a a Kushida volta again yeah for sure
2: defend that uk title defend the cruiserweight title and have all well that the other... would
3: be a stacked war games match yeah either, oh god there. yeah and
2: i feel like that's the direction they are going i can some, definitely see that especially that they're just building up this whole undisputed era have all the gold but like, mike right. all will be on the line i think uh,
3: mike mike said that it probably got a lot less viewers because people would want to tune
2: into a well i yeah. got a tweet earlier today when i was promoting the show tonight and someone was like nope not gonna yeah give the anything else yeah not giving like the fed nxt my money. is great
3: but like fuck them after sunday yeah i could see why i agree um so let's go to pick japan he says greetings hours behind you so i'm writing this before i watch nxt but i have a question how do commercial breaks affect your feeling about an nxt match uh yeah i do like the split screen thing where they continue the match even though they're in commercial um but i I am a weird wrestling fan. Uh, I have said this multiple times. I feel like when I watch uh baseball or hockey, um, they they don't go to break during the plays. Yeah. In a fight of UFC, they go to breaks when there's breaks in between the matches. In wrestling, they don't have that. So for me, I just would like to see wrestling straight through. Obviously, on TV, it's hard to do that because matches go long, but like that's... Well, they tried it earlier
2: in the year. And it was yeah, awful, and they but- tried it, but they tried it wrong. I just feel... Yeah, I don't see why you can't, if you've got a 15 minute block, why you can't have a match right through.
3: Do the entrances beforehand. I've worked in TV and and I work in TV, in fact. And I, I know, like, of course, you're in major networks with crazy spots that cost a lot of money, but like, you should be able to maneuver. If, if, like, you promote a huge match, you shouldn't be going to break during it. And of course, like, you're, you're playing the, the, the video to video thing, but like, think of, like, when, Walter in 20 years has a uh, DVD set on Walter of, yeah. Is he going to go to commercials during his match well, when I watch it? We do have the network version yeah. as well. Yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's,
2: unfor- it's a necessity, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. I don't, as big as WWE, they're not as big as NFL yeah. or any of that. Exactly. So they can't, they did the call last week to have limited commercial interruptions, but I don't know
3: how much that, them financially well he continues and says that commercials take me out of the moment and the matches feel less intense than in the old days of nxt so yeah For sure yeah i do, completely yeah.
2: agree and even with the picture in picture it's very hard to concentrate i find pick japan ends
3: with ahoy why on earth did vince mcmahon turn kairi because it's
2: vince mcmahon good such good sh- why on earth did you have a dq in a hell in a cell <laughs> it's vince mcmahon uh we go to paul from new jersey I chose to start watching NXT first solely because I am aligning myself with you two over DJ and Cowboy in the wars. Oh, you've made your choice. (laughs)
3: Um,
2: Thought AEW was the superior show this week, but there was a lot of good stuff on this one as well. I thought Nigel made a mistake by calling it the NXT Cruiserweight title. So glad this was not a mistake and the Cruiserweights can live here and stop stop wondering what they are doing (laughs) with their lives. I'm going to stop you. It's
3: like NXT, like... The cruiserweights can live here. The cruiserweights can live in NXT land. (laughs) So funny.
2: Every six months I ask myself, is that Aaliyah girl still employed? Apparently yes. Everything came to a screeching halt when Dakota Kai was jobbed out a week into her return. What the fuck? Are there no other female workers in the back? Send Aaliyah's ass back out there. I really don't understand the decisions this company makes at times. Kai still gets me high. I would like to eventually see her challenge future champion Io Shirai. AEW wins this week.
3: How did you know? Did you watch both shows? I guess so. I guess so. Uh, He says Kai gets me high. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Io Shirai. Gets me high. Uh, let's go to Terry Tino, 21. McFry, read my facts. Another great outing from the guys and gals of NXT. Leo Rush killed it. Glad to see him turn it around. Swerve versus Strong was my match of the night. Bianca Belair is a star in the making. She has really won me over. Video packages were great as usual. Next week looks to be another stacked week. Loving all the extra content, you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate that. We go to Eva from London. That's uh, Shane,
2: a super fan. Of course. I unfortunately missed most of the last two matches due to computer glitches, but silence is better than watching AEW. Other than that, good show. Great matches. Gulak versus Rush. Strong versus Swerve. Nice Lutra Underground reference there, Morrow. My only problem was they didn't announce any matches for next week. Well, clearly, yeah, if he didn't. Uh, yeah, don't they've, don't. <laughs> they've announced a couple of matches for next week, and they sound pretty damn good. Uh, looks like based on last week with. uh Yim and Shirai, they are setting up Shirai versus Ripley versus Bel-Air. Based on the reception tonight, Ripley is getting that shot against the most dominant NXT women's champion in history. Rhea's words, not mine. She better because Belair doesn't do it for me, and Shirai had tried three times. Mm. Question, same wine as last week? Uh, no, actually, I've got a, a
3: Rioja, and you've got... Noble experiment. Yeah, cabso. You've convinced me to drink red again. I don't it's know how, great. I don't know why. Um, Keep up the work, Bray and the D. Bray and the D. Um Chris from Pennsylvania last week I watched AEW live for curiosity purposes but this week I decided to go with NXT really strong matches booked to end the show with Kushida and Walter being particularly great I like that they went 10 minutes over and they used the end of the show to set up matches for next week it's a great way to grab the attention of any AEW viewers flipping over to find the last minutes there were a gr- couple of slow pot slow spots in the middle but I think they did a better job of storytelling this week felt a lot more like a regular weekly show will be like We'll definitely be back next week for Lee Dijakovic. Yeah, that's going to be insane. Yeah. We go to MJ from NJ. Moro rhyming
2: Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares like Shakespearean poetry is something I never
3: knew I wanted, but now need in my life. I didn't know MJ from NJ knew about Meek Mill. We got to have a talk about some (laughs) hip hop soon, buddy. Uh, Let's go to kissy boots hey you guys really enjoyed tonight's show and will always watch NXT live over AEW I love seeing Rhea Ripley destroy Aaliyah and Velveteen Dream's promo on Roddy was priceless the Cruiserweight title match was awesome and the main event was epic but moment of the night belonged to Eric Bugenhagen. sighting yes yes Eric Bugenhagen, the metalhead air guitarist is it Rick Bugas now yeah he changed his name it's right Eric let's just call him the Bugenhagen. Yeah, yeah fuck it I think Damien Priest should hang up the Archer of Infamy gimmick shave his head and be the Vin diesel of nxt oh he does look like vin diesel a little bit yeah i pacifier. see that triple x he already has a look voice and celebrity lifestyle i am Groot. <laughs> is yeah damien damien priest is, is gonna Groot. turn from <laughs> hawkeye into group <laughs>
2: i've got a bone to pick with you kissy boots so it's saying here this is the first time you have ever posted
3: whoa where's the long time first time first time long time kissy yeah. boots wow thank you for posting well, thank you for posting welcome to the show here uh it's your turn yeah go we it. go to mystery
2: my thing's frozen i'm yeah, gonna read off go yours Brief thoughts about NXT tonight. I liked Strong vs. Swerve. Did not care at all for the Forgotten Sons vs. Breezango match. Belair vs. Kai was a weird match, but I guess Dakota is firmly going to be in mid-card territory going forward. Rhea and Bianca both declaring their intentions to go after Shane's title is nice and all, but people seem to forget Io is lurking in the shadows as well. Mm. Volta vs. Kushida was great. With Kairi and Asuka winning the women's tag titles, would you like to see them come down to NXT ah. and work with Io for a bit as a unit? Well, we answered that one a little bit. Considering yeah. We, you are as a unit be- with Io? Um, I'd kind of like seeing them separate. I'd, I'd love to see them actually make this these tag titles legit.
3: You're all Japanese women and you're evil. You're in a group. You're yeah. in a unit. You're a stable. Uh, I wouldn't mind it, but no, I kind of like how it is right I now. I saw um, Medusa, uh, Lundra Blades, yeah. tweet out earlier. Uh, saying
2: Hey These two need a manager I speak their language Ooh. Apparently she speaks Japanese Oh well. wow Interesting So uh, that page could've... fucked off She fucked off <laughs> <laughs> um, and Regal's threatening to kill her brothers. Yeah, weird.
3: Really, Paige yeah. needs to get it together a little oh, bit. She's, my, poor Paige. Yeah. Uh, there's one more bit of feedback here. I'm going to read it. Tyler from Orlando, and he says in all capitals, and I love this, if you ever attend the show like Tyler has, always give us feedback, especially on our Twitters and stuff, too. We love live show attendance. So t- I know if I was live in
2: Orlando, I'd be heading right to Wall Street and hitting those bars. So to actually think of... You're Bray D and Davey P. That's Thank very you, Tyler. Nice of you. Thank you, Tyler.
3: Tyler from Orlando attended the show live. He says, I finally made it out to Full Sail to attend a show. I was really pumped for Rush and Gulak, and man, did it deliver. I wanted Rush to win so badly, and he did, so my night was made instantly. My friend who came with me had never seen Isaiah Scott, and he's left saying his match with Roddy was the best match of the night. The dark matches before the show included Riddick Moss defeating Bronson Reed. Jeez, and- Riddick Moss is still there? <laughs> and he beat Bronson Reed? What? 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 And Caden Carter defeating Diana Perazzo, <laughs> your favorite, Diana Perazzo. I like uh, So Caden Carter, and is Lacey Lane right? Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. Interesting. Hey, thank you for okay. the live show notes again. If you ever anyone goes to these live events, we love it. Uh, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter is where you should send uh, stuff in if you don't do the feedback stuff. But thank you to all the feedback this week. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post that. I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Yeah, it feels like it's been long.
2: Um, I don't know what else there is to say. Let's quickly plug the Patreon show's coming up. Um, We are going to be recording a new episode of Was Next tomorrow, and we'll be looking at the
3: July 4th, Independence Day, 2012. Was Next is the show where we watch old NXT, and this week, the main event has like... Dudes that are around now, that are its, pro- it's a pretty good main event now. It's pretty insane. Yeah, and you, don't do you have the debut up. of Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono debuts, and then there's promos for next week's debuting Bray Wyatt. Yes, on NXT. So that'll be. It, it, go go! listen to this It's, it's gonna be crazy. like
2: a 40 minute show Watch it Listen to us tomorrow And then as we mentioned earlier We have our Saw review Coming out on Sunday Because
3: it's spooky season brand. Yeah spooky season In full effect here Pumpkin spice lattes All around I had a delicious one today From my favorite coffee shop What's it called? Slanted Door Slanted Door They had the best pumpkin spice latte. It was so good. They actually put pumpkin in it. Like, real pumpkin. It's good. It was spooky. Uh, We've watched It Chapter 1. It's already up on our Patreon. We're doing Saw this week. We're going to be doing the original Nightmare on Elm Street. And then we will also do one for Halloween, the original... Scream. That's all the yes. movie reviews we're doing this this month for October on our Patreon, including uh, the Best Match Ever Home yep. Cell show that's already up. We'll be doing another Best Match Ever sh- show with the Rock Austin trilogy. Uh, then there's the Was Next. Then we do bonus shows whenever the hell we feel like it. Yeah, We've been doing AEW slash NXT side-to-side comparisons kind of show. We'll probably be doing that again tomorrow as well. We have so much content coming out for you guys because we love our Patreon supporters. Guys, let's shout out a few of
2: them and say thank you. Yes, definitely. Thank you to Mike Hogan, Mike Newport, Mitch Gelkoff, Neil, Henriette, Nick Borzillo, Noah Roberts, thank you so, so much for being proud patrons.
3: Yes, shout out Patrick Herbert, Randy, Renee FS, Robert Broke, Shannon Howanick, Sunil Khan. Guys, thank you so much, and we're going to continue doing little shout-outs here and there on the shows. We're sending each, every single Patreon gets a personal video message, which we didn't realize is very time-consuming. Yeah, it takes a long time. But we love you, so we appreciate
2: it, so... And also as a little treat, next week, for any of you Breaking Bad fans, we will be doing a free review of El
3: Camino. Yes, I'm so stoked. I'm for this. so fucking excited. We are the ones movie. who knock here yes. at Up Next in the BDE, So uh, we thought we'd just, we, we know a little bit about the show. We watched it. We love it. So we're going to be doing that as well. And we're just going to put it out for free for you guys. So El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie review from us here coming in the next few weeks. Next week, I believe. Next week, sometime, yeah. So, yeah. We're so we have so many podcasts coming out. And it's just awesome that we were able to do this with the help of you guys and our Patreon supporters so patreon.com/upnext is where you can go and support us and uh, there's a 205 tier if you just want to help us out throwing us a coffee here and there there's the $5 north american tier which gets you basically all the shows but then the nor- the, the the NXT world tier which is $25 a munch- month which we didn't think we would get any but we have quite a few and it lets you get all the shows including extra little shows including up nextras including up yours where you get to pick something for us to review for our Patreon. There's some very interesting shows coming up. I don't know
2: if you're going to like all of them, Brady. No,
3: I've seen some of the ones coming in, and I'm like, I do not want to watch that. I can't but I'm wait. Gonna, I'm going to do it for our Patreon supporters. So thank you for listening. You can find us every Wednesday night. We record Up Next for post-wrestling. You can follow uh, Up Next podcast, but my personal Twitter and Instagram is at D. And mine is at Davey Portman. You can go to postwrestling.com for all the John and Way stuff. These guys are killing it. Wednesday nights, we got covered. Why would you listen to anything else? We got you covered. You got the AEW. You got the NXT. It's just great. The Wednesday Night Wars, they're thriving. I'm super stoked to be continuing to do this. We're going to go check out AEW even though uh, we watch NXT every week. We got to support the the Bros as well. Uh, So so look out for all of our shows coming out. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, We'll talk to you again next week. Take care, goodbye. Oh, and throw them up. Throw them up. Throw them up. Throw them up. Uh, Goodbye. Ahoy!